This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thank you for being with us today. I'd like to talk to you about the importance of raising yourself to a selfless perspective. I've covered before on our program the idea of evolving out of selfishness and coming to the platform of selflessness from the idea of as a child it's natural to be selfish. The child's survival is that he has to put things in his mouth and he moves through life till he comes to the adult level where generally the adults realize there's more to the interaction in society and there's more than the development of his understanding and his contribution if he comes to a platform of selflessness. And I'd like to look at that a little bit higher yet, because there's another platform here that needs to be important in people's minds. In the Vedic literature, it teaches us that you can't achieve perfection in the human form of life just by speculation. You can't achieve the perfection of the human form of life by any type of education or economic development or speculation on what the truth is or what is right or wrong. These processes don't work. Now, the correct process is delineated in the Vedic literature that one must surrender to a realized soul following a spiritual master, an authorized representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The chain of disciplic succession starts at one spiritual master to the disciple, spiritual master to the disciple, etc., till it comes to you. And the same instruction that's prevalent at the very beginning of the chain is prevalent to you. And that is, you must come to a platform of selfless, meaning I'm not trying to get anything out of this service and contribution I'm making to the Lord's plan. So this indicates that, first of all, you have to get finished with your plans. And we have that going on. People don't have a goal in life, but they have immediate plans. And they run on and run on and run on and run on. So all these different plans run together and they're jammed back to back and back to back so that it extends to the point they extinguish their lifetime. The body becomes useless. You've worn it out following your plan of this desire, that desire, the next desire. I want, I want, I want, I want. Okay, did all those things. Now what do I want? Well, it's still I, I, I. And to see things in proper perspective, you have to give up this I mentality. And you have to recognize the living entities are by design and by definition their constitutional position is servant. Servant to the self is not servant, it's selfishness. So you have to come out of this personal, I want my plan, selfishness perspective, even extended selfishness, I want for my family, I want for my friends, I want for my nation. And come to the platform of, I want to know what is the Lord's plan and how I'm supposed to fit into it then you're actually in the spiritual platform. Until then, it's different qualities of material perspectives. You could be in a material perspective where all you do is cause trouble, do wrong things, do terrible things. 
You could be in a perspective where you're pretty much half and half. You care about yourself sometimes. You don't care about other things to let it go. Or you can be in a situation very conscientious. You only do as much good as you can. You're helpful. You're responsible. This is so. This is defined in the Vedic literature as ignorance, then passion, then goodness. But these are not the completion of the quest. The quest is to become spiritually enlightened. And that enlightenment is on the platform of selfless devotion. So we have to make another, a third step, if you will. We have to move up again. And that's not that easy because we're in a society that's all stuck in the other three modes. So the only way you can get to that higher platform is to work with, to surrender, to follow, to listen to a realized soul who is on the transcendental platform and is giving you untainted instruction. Now, this is hard to get in our perspective. But you can see how unique and important it is to find a realized spiritual master who will impart to you the secrets, the traditions, the um, innermost perspective of one who is actually a servant of the Lord, consciously. Because I say that because we are all servants of the Lord, as I said a moment ago, by constitution. But we're not aware of it. We've misconstrued our identity. And we've taken up the concept of, well, I'm just here to get all I can and do what I want and expand my desires. And that's adequate. That's enough. That's what everybody else is doing. But it's not. This material world is so distracted, confused, off the track due to the ability to control the mind with the media and all sorts of outside influences by bad association, by habits, etc., etc. So in the Vedic literature, it says, you're supposed to avoid these materialistic people. You're supposed to raise yourself above this selfish perspective. You're supposed to get in tune with a bona fide spiritual master who is on the spiritual platform. And from him, you will learn what is the Lord's plan. And how can you become a servant of the Supreme and thereby find the actual goal of life, the actual happiness and fulfillment we all are looking for? It comes through the grace of a realized soul. So the Vedic literature teaches us you must read the Vedic literature and become aware of the qualities of the spiritual master that you're looking for. You must learn about the chain of disciplic succession that's been going on for thousands of years and how it's structured such that it's protecting the Vedic literature so that it's not adulterated. We have the poor Bible. Another very beautiful document that has been so terribly treated and edited. And the Vedic literature is being protected from that type of editing. No, only the self-realized souls can touch it. You're not allowed to alter the Vedic literature. And Srila Prabhupada, who is the empowered spiritual master for our age, he says, my only credit is that I did not deviate. I presented it as it is. In fact, he titled his translation of Bhagavad Gita as Bhagavad Gita as it is. To indicate that he did not alter it, that he did not put any spin on it, 
There's no self-interest in his purports. So this concept needs to be clear in your mind as to what is a bona fide spiritual master. This is what he would do. He would not alter anything of the divine instructions coming down the chain of spiritual masters specifically to enlighten the living entities in the human form of life. That would be very offensive, actually, to all the other spiritual masters up the line. If they worked and spent their lives keeping it pure and someone comes along and alters it, very offensive. So the bona fide spiritual masters, they see to it that they don't alter anything. And Srila Prabhupada deserves huge credit because he made everything crystal clear and he backed it up with scriptural, scriptural references. He expressed many of the pertinent statements on each verse such that he shows you this is what the previous acharyas are saying and I am saying the same thing and I'm clarifying this word or that word or clarifying the overview of how you can apply that. And it means that you're actually interacting with Srila Prabhupada in his books as you follow his guidance through the divine teachings of the great acharyas such that he's seeing to it, he's determined and guaranteeing to you that if you listen and you read and you follow what he's on about, you will get the highest proper perspective that will give you that platform to be able to execute devotional service anywhere, anytime, any situation, and you will not fall down. The nonsense that's going on around you is just so much irrelevance. The people that are talking and saying they know what's going on don't have a clue and don't matter. Yet you'll be able to defend your position and sustain your position and be enlightened and enlivened in your position because you've heard from a bona fide spiritual master who has given you, in proper perspective, the highest understanding of what is God consciousness, what is devotional service, how do I become selfless, and a society that is absolutely selfish from front to back. So this opens the door. This begins the process of your elevation to the higher platforms. Now, in the Vedic literature, it describes that one associates with the spiritual master through reading the Vedic literature and understanding this perspective we're talking about. And then when one sees that he understands the spiritual master correctly, that he sees that there's the answers and the perfection he's looking for in the Vedic literature, he approaches the spiritual master for spiritual initiation. And this initiation is a very significant point, and it's stressed in the Vedic literature as the next step. And that step is where the spiritual master performs a Vedic ceremony, of mantras and he agrees to accept all of your previous karma good and bad to give you a clean slate such that you're now able to go on without concern that there'll be some flaw or fault in your life from previous activities you can never mind it's gone it's past it won't affect you and he accepts your karma so that you are clear to move on in spiritual life. And in return, you take a vow to the spiritual master that you will not break the principles that cause recontamination. 
And this becomes a pact between the spiritual master and the disciple. He frees you from your karmetic reaction so you're free to make a new start in spiritual life. And you agree to stay on the purified platform so you don't contaminate yourself again. And you can make just that much more rapid progress. So this is why in the Vedic literature it's described that by accepting a bona fide spiritual master and accepting initiation from him and reading the Vedic literature and following the instructions of the spiritual master, which is the next step, you can achieve all perfection in this very life. And it is listed as guaranteed. We've talked about this before. If you follow, if you do the instructions, the solution, the end success is guaranteed because the transcendental potency is far greater than the material influences. And when you're actually free of your karma and you're hooked on the transcendental platform and you're getting energized from the transcendental platform, then nothing can make you fall down. Spirit is superior to matter. And if you are fixed in the spiritual platform, fixed in spiritual consciousness, all these material things that are distractive or destructive are not able to influence you any longer. That's why the guarantee is given. It's known clearly in the Vedic literature that the potency of the spiritual master and the potency of the process he brings you is not able to be overcome by anything material. So if you don't deviate and you stay fixed in the agreement, your vows that you take at initiation, your success is guaranteed. You simply follow the instructions of the spiritual master. So there it is. One, two, three. First, you read the Vedic literature and become familiar with the spiritual master's perspective. Two, you ask him, request him to accept you as disciple and free you from the karmetic influences that can hold you down. And you agree not to deviate so you can stand up. Then you follow his instructions. And you will be out of material contamination. You will be out of anxiety, out of the threefold miseries, out of the influences of the material nature. You will be liberated in spiritual consciousness and engaged in loving devotional service as long as you want. Many, 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 many millions of years if you'd like. Because we're eternal living entities, separated parts and parcels, we have a minute percentage of independence. And if we willingly engage our independent nature, it brings about love of God. The Lord never says, you must love me. You must love me. There's no such thing. Love is spontaneous. That's its nature. So when one spontaneously loves you, it's the most rewarding. Because you are impelled, stimulated, to love in return. And we are supposed to be loving living entities. We are. We're supposed to be expressing it. We don't. So in the spiritual life, we can learn how to love on the divine platform again and love the Supreme Lord, love the servants of God, love the spiritual master, have love for all the living entities irrespective of their bodily features they're exhibiting at the time. We can see things from that transcendental platform that we're all living entities the same and suffering the same issues and full of the same desires and wanting to come to perfection. We're free from the contaminations. So what we're saying is all the living entities actually desire to be in the position you are in. 
you can read the Vedic literature. You can associate with the spiritual master, become his disciple, and follow his instructions, and completely purify yourself and liberate yourself and engage yourself in the loving, selfless, devotional service of the Lord that they can't in other forms of life. But you can in this human form of life. So this Vedic instruction, so these programs that we're producing here, so the literature that's being distributed all over the world, so the, the vibration of the Maha Mantra, they are all intended for you. They form the basis, they form the awakening vibration that brings you out of the misconceptions of selfishness that have been given to you naturally. It comes to you from the very moment you take birth. It is more or less sustained by the social perspective, which is that limited conception of selfishness. Contracted or extended, but it's still selfishness. But when you reach that platform realizing this is inadequate to provide me happiness, then you don't feel the same any longer. You understand in proper perspective. So this is a great opportunity. You're in the human form. You're hearing this Vedic program. You understand the Vedic knowledge is here available, Bhagavad Gita as it is. You understand the spiritual master is his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. We call him Srila Prabhupada, respectfully. And he is willing. He is canvassing. He's going, he's looking, he's sending his disciples everywhere, using every type of medium to get contact with those sincere persons who've had enough of this anxiety and selfish suffering. So this is a great opportunity. Your human form of life, your living in the Western world, your having all facilities to sustain your body and have free time to awaken. And it should be appreciated. You should appreciate this. And understand what a great opportunity you have in this form, in this life, in the now. And not miss it. Don't underestimate the importance of the human form of life, and you have one. And don't underestimate the level of education and the opportunities that's with you. Take these opportunities. See them for what they are. The greatest opportunity in all the 8,400,000 species of life that there are can be achieved in the human form. Put down your phone. Put down your false, selfish desires. Oh, I want a new car. I want a better this. I want to go there. I want this. I want that. I, 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 I. And come back to your senses and go, I'm a servant of God eternally. How do I learn what service he wants? And seek that spiritual master who can give you that answer and engage in that service and make this human form of life a raving success. Bring yourself to that highest platform. It is within your capacity. This is something that you have to artificially adopt or make changes or analyze in depth. It can come naturally. You simply have to awaken and endeavor. And the success is guaranteed. So, it starts with reading Bhagavad Gita as it is. 
It starts with hearing and chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, the sound incarnation and potent vibration for this age. Listen, hear, and chant, repeat. Change your eating habits to eating spiritually sanctified food. Give up eating the animals that are suffering because of this killing process, exploiting everyone. All these poor animals are exploited for your taste, not your health, your taste. Move from that platform of selfish, I want to taste, I want to touch, I want to hear, I want to see, smell, I want, I want, I want. These few steps, I mean few, and very doable. Read the Vedic literature, hear and chant the Maha Mantra, to learn how to make and taste spiritual food, associate with the spiritual master through his books. You can raise yourself, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your situation, age, color, creed, none of this matters. That's all the bodily designations. Aside from those designations, there's your pure-hearted self, a divine being stuck in a material body, wanting liberation from the threefold miseries and anxieties of life. You get that not by the society. The society cannot award you liberation. So you can get that by approaching the bona fide spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, through his books, taking initiation from him, following his instructions, and everything thereby is perfect and coordinated, and you become a fully enlightened personality in this life, and you become happy truly happy, not temporarily, emotionally so, but permanently, actually happy. And this is your right. This is where your true nature unfolds. You get to be your unique individual self in a loving relationship with the Lord, where you're not looking for expectation of return, but the Lord's mercy is so great, he is so kind and benevolent to those who serve him, you will have reward beyond your imagination. This is the opportunity of the Vedic literature. This is the opportunity we're encouraging you to take. Start by reading Bhagavad Gita as it is and chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and watch how fast you make progress. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.